H. Ivan Yegorich Krasnyin, a fourth-rate journalist, returns home late at night, grave and careworn, with a peculiar air of concentration. He looks like a man expecting a police raid or contemplating suicide. Pacing about his rooms, he halts abruptly, ruffles up his hair, and says in the tone in which Laertes announces his intention of avenging his sister, Shattered, soul-weary, a sick load of misery on the heart, and then to sit down and write, and this is called life? How is it nobody has described the agonizing discord in the soul of a writer who has to amuse the crowd when his heart is heavy, or to shed tears at the word of command when his heart is light? I must be playful coldly unconcerned, witty, but what if I am weighed down with misery? What if I am ill, or my child is dying, or my wife in anguish? He says this, brandishing his fists and rolling his eyes. Then he goes into the bedroom and wakes his wife. Nadia, he says, I'm sitting down to write. Please don't let anyone interrupt me. I can't write with children crying or cook snoring. See too that there's tea and steak or something. You know that I can't write without tea. Tea is the one thing that gives me the energy for my work. Returning to his room, he takes off his coat, waistcoat and boots. He does this very slowly. Then, assuming an expression of injured innocence, he sits down to his table. There is nothing casual, nothing ordinary on his writing table. Down to the veriest trifle, everything bears the stamp of a stern, deliberately planned program. Little busts and photographs of distinguished writers, heaps of rough manuscripts, a volume of Bielinski with a page turned down, part of a skull by way of an ashtray, a sheet of newspaper folded carelessly, but so that a passage is uppermost boldly marked in blue pencil with the word disgraceful. There are a dozen sharply pointed pencils and several pen holders fitted with new nibs, put in readiness that no accidental breaking of a pen may for a single second interrupt the flight of his creative fancy. Ivan Yegorich throws himself back in his chair and, closing his eyes, concentrates himself on his subject. He hears his wife shuffling about in her slippers and splitting shavings to heat the samovar. She is hardly awake. That is apparent from the way the knife and the lid of the samovar keep dropping from her hands. Soon the hissing of the samovar and the spluttering of the frying meat reaches him. His wife is still splitting shavings and rattling with the doors and blowers of the stove. All at once, Ivan Yegorich starts, opens frightened eyes, and begins to sniff the air. Heavens, the stove is smoking, he groans, grimacing with a face of agony. Smoking, that insufferable woman makes a point of trying to poison me. How, in God's name, am I to write in such surroundings? Kindly tell me that. He rushes into the kitchen and breaks into a theatrical wail. When, a little later, his wife, stepping cautiously on tiptoe, brings him in a glass of tea, he is sitting in an easy chair, as before, with his eyes closed, absorbed in his article. He does not stir, drums lightly on his forehead with two fingers, and pretends he is not aware of his wife's presence. His face wears an expression of injured innocence. Like a girl who has been presented with a costly fan, he spends a long time coquetting, 
grimacing and posing to himself before he writes the title. He presses his temples, he wriggles, and draws his legs up under his chair as though he were in pain, or half-closes his eyes languidly like a cat on the sofa. At last, not without hesitation, he stretches out his hand towards the inkstand, and with an expression as though he were signing a death warrant, writes the title. "'Mummy, give me some water!' he hears his son's voice. "'Hush!' says his mother. "'Daddy's writing. Hush!' Daddy writes very, very quickly, without corrections or pauses. He has scarcely time to turn over the pages. The busts and portraits of celebrated authors look at his swiftly racing pen, and keeping stock still seem to be thinking, "'Oh, my, how you are going at it!' Shh, squeaks the pen. Whispers the authors when his knee jolts the table and they are set trembling. All at once, Krasnyan draws himself up, lays.